0: Once again, I would like to reintroduce our guest speakers for today, uh, Chief Looking Horse and Apollo Horn. Um, As I mentioned earlier at the beginning of the service, uh, they've both been deeply involved with the protectors at Standing Rock and have done a lot of work in regards to global healing and protecting the environment. Thank you.
1: Blessings, may peace be with you. Each and every one of you. Mitakapi Happetule Avoche Kukagapi che Makasi Tamni Gorati. The great spirit is with all of us today as we come here. We come from out west called Shasapa, the Black Hills of South Dakota, the heart of Mother Earth. Long ago I was told that the spirit, first spirit was E was red, was a keeper of fire. And the second spirit was the water of life as a spirit. When these two came together, it brought the sound, the walk, the energy, a voice. As time went on, we come to understand how things came to be. We have our stories, our creation stories. And as time went on, was told about this time when people abused the earth, that nothing was good. And that's when a spirit woman come to our people. That was 19 generations ago. Every generation is uh, one life span. Okay, every bundle keeper lived over a hundred years and today I am the 19th bundle keeper for our people when she came to our people she told that from here on you'll be the Pateo Yate, the Buffalo Buffalo people Buffalo nation that you through this uh, Chanupa, THROUGH his PIPE, YOU WOULD WALK IN PEACE AND HARMONY. AND SHE TOLD ABOUT, WHEN SHE CAME, SHE BROUGHT, THERE'S TWO SCOUTS ON THE HILL, AND SHE CAME AND SHE SAID, I KNOW WHAT BOTH OF YOU ARE THINKING, ONE OF YOU HAVE A GOOD MIND AND ONE OF YOU NOT SO GOOD. You know who you are. So when he, she came from this cloud that was not too far away, and she, that's how she came to them. When she spoke, this one scout said, "You're a beautiful woman. I must take you for a wife." Then uh, other scout said, no. Then, uh, but he approached her, the one with uh, bad thoughts. A cloud went around him, all of them. The clouds lifted, he was in skeleton. Next day, she came back and she said, through this Chanupa, she uh, laid that the rope down and she opened it and op- it was a red stone and the stem. And through this, you would walk in peace and harmony. That only the good shall see the pipe, the bad should not even see or see touch it. And she walked up the hills. she stopped four times. The first one was a black one. Roll over, stood up and walked, and the second time was a yellow one or red one. The third time was uh, a yellow. And the fourth time she stopped and rolled over and stood up and walked over the hill as a white buffalo cat. This story has been among our people. And that story was told to me at the age of 12 years old. And that was 1966 that I, I wasn't chosen by human beings who was chosen by spirit to be the sacred bundle keeper. That I can't use fall language. I could never carry a gun. I never join military. But the laws, the the laws that the Creator gave us, the ceremonies, the seven ceremonies and Throughout my life, I've seen witnessed a lot of changes, from living in a log cabin, carrying water, firewood to the house, log cabin. And then we have a teepee alongside the house, or talked uh, talk about home birth. because in our way, we honor. We come from the star nation. We come to Uchimakha, the water of life, and our mother's womb. And then our body is the same amount of water as Mother Earth, Grandmother Earth. And she said, I shall return when the people, when nothing is good in the morning. We have to respect that. THE SACRED KNOWLEDGE IS ALWAYS OUR LEVEL. SO WE GET UP IN THE MORNING WITH THE GOOD MIND. SO THE OLD ONES TALK ABOUT THE GOOD MIND. AND EVERYTHING IS ABOUT LIFE. OUR LANGUAGE. THERE'S NO FALL LANGUAGE, BUT THERE'S NO... THE SUN, the, OUR CEREMONY STARTS WITH THE WE. AND THE WOMAN, WE, YOUNG. It starts with a W I. CAR starts from the sun. So our teaching is all about how sacred life is. That we have a tobacco. It's like a wall, a dimension, to receive and to give. That it's like that for many first, all the first nations. And the people of the world know that we use that tobacco a lot. So today we are at the crossroads. Either be faced with loud chaos, disasters, tears from our relatives' eyes, different types of sicknesses, viruses, or we can unite spiritually, spiritually in this global community. Because right now the first medicine is water of life. AND uh, WHEN we COMES TO THAT, uh, IT'S LIKE ATTACKING OUR SPIRITUALITY. SO WE JUST COME FROM STANDING ROCK AND WE'LL BE GOING BACK THERE ON WEDNESDAY. WE GOT uh, WHAT YOU SEE on, ON THE NEWS THAT IT'S MUCH WORSE WHERE uh, MEN AND WOMEN ARE BEING FACED WITH Loaded shotguns, a lot loaded guns. We got the military there, the National Guard. And we're protectors. We're the water protectors. But they treat us like uh it was back in the eighteen hundreds. But dogs and uh pepper spray. They're plowing over our grave sites, like our graveyard here. It's been just plowed over like it's nothing. And uh we're spiritually hurt, so ask for prayers from all of you. That now this is a started by youth, but it's, now it's global. We got over you no know, seven thousand people showed up, and it, uh, just getting bigger and bigger. It's worldwide today. As I speak to you today, you now people are walking. RUNNING TO uh, HAVE WHAT uh, STANDING ROCK REPRESENTS, MANUWI choni THE WORD OF LIFE. SO I HOPE AND PRAY THAT uh, you know, WE PROTECT THE WORD OF LIFE ALL OVER THE WORLD. THANK YOU VERY MUCH. Paula.
0: I used to want to um, commend this church. It's the first time I've been in the church where I didn't have anxiety. <laughs> <Church>. <laughs> it's a pretty cool church. <laughs> um, I'll help you get your congregation up more. No. Um, we've been uh, going to a lot of churches and synagogues and temples and um, I'm just commending you on the topics that you shared. Um, we respect everybody's way of life, and I think that's why it was so easy in the beginnings of our meeting um, people from other continents way back in time. I Our people lived in um, harmony, and the foremost on everybody's mind was the earth, and so when I and Orville started working together, it was to bring attention to sacred sites. And one of the things I, I was sharing this morning with um, your pastor is that we we really um, have this uh, awareness of, of uniting everybody, no matter how they believe. Because we're in that time where the scientists and in 1998, invited all the Indigenous people in Albuquerque for a conference, and they broke it to all the Indigenous elders, the Nassau scientists, that we're on a point of no return now. And that never hit the news, but um, they asked, they were, I guess, wanting a key to how to change things around. And of course, there's a Hawaiian elder, I always remember, the scolding she did to these scientists. And she said, even if we told you, you wouldn't listen. And so, since that time, we've just seen a spiral as far as what's going on with the earth, but more so in the Americas. Because now that we've, um, our work is about World Peace and Prayer Day on June 21st, and we've planted a seed as much as we could all over the world, because we know that one day that we're, we're gonna have to try to unite spiritually, and that message that Orville touched on with the white buffalo calf woman was that she said that one day that she would stand upon the earth and it would be the beginning of the crossroads. And in 1994, they um, predicted global warming, but they said we're, we're there now. And um, in 96, a white buffalo calf was born in Lacrosse, Wisconsin. And prior to that, many years before, there was one also born in the plains. And it was during the time of massacres. And so, of course, we know what happened in that history. But this significant one, people came from all over because of probably the internet and televisions and media, and people came from all over to see this sacred white buffalo calf that was um, born miracle. And since that time, there has been a calf born every every year, but not only that, white animals. And it was a prediction that um, the animals would try to speak to us because long ago, we were so in tune with animals, we had telepathy because we hardly spoke. We had that strength of that third eye, so to speak, of, of communicating with one another if we wanted to, not to invade space, but if we wanted to. That's how strong we were as human beings. And so our people would talk to the animals. And so it would come a time when we wouldn't listen to the animals anymore. We'd watch them indicating weather and even that the animals don't know how to predict weather anymore because it's changed so much it's not um, normal to them anymore as well. But the only way they said to speak to the people would be their sacred color white. And so in our ways we have um, the four directions and and, um, the two people that came to deliver services, talked about the grandfathers of the four directions and they mentioned those elements, those powers that are all spirits and with those four directions, there was red, yellow, black, and white, and it never meant human beings. That was done in the 60s when you know we were heathens and savages and and somebody just tried to... Identify with the different colors that were being introduced, like black power, red power, white power, yellow power. Those it didn't have anything to do with human beings. Those colors are are cannot even even be duplicated in this world. That red, yellow, black, and white, blue, and green. There, um, I've seen only one color, and that was the red, and it's it. Um, we can't, there's no color palette that can create that red. And so white is also that color. And we're seeing it on the animals. And it in our ways, pte san we, you know, that's white buffalo calf woman, it's sa. But when you're explaining this like this this color white it's ska. But when it's sacred it's sa because you're talking from the spiritual and and also that color red is is luta or duta. It's, it's not Shaw. So that just trying to um, emphasize that these colors are the grandfathers. It's a super color. And so you're, you know, the non-natives in here, you're, you're not white. You're pink and olive and, you know, beige. You're not white. And we're not red. We're all different colors of the earth, right? And it was a way to erase, erase cultures and languages, and to get slaves, they would just erase, you know, the Zulu or whatever tribes, and just call them black. And then they came over here just to erase all our languages and culture. We became red, and you know, so it and the um, Asian people, they were so humble and. A lot of the people were so disrespectful, and, and um, they had a habit of saying yellow bellied just to, um, to describe somebody that was weak. But in, a, in reality, they were so humble, they bowed to each other. And, you know, so I just wanted to describe, you know, those, those colors. And, and like I said, you're not white, you're all kinds of colors of a palette. And so in doing this to explain our work of World Peace and purity, we've been around the world, and our work is to help people to find their umbilical cord. And that is to the earth, and to your mother, to their mother, to their mother, all the way down, and we're all born in water. And so there's a prophecy, and um, Orville if we had more time to speak, I know he would have mentioned that his grandmother said he was the—he would be the last keeper—and so that's why he um, chose this work after 1994, and the White Buffalo Calf was born. And in doing that, he wanted to create something for his own people. We're not trying to prophesize to have you ever—everybody pick up a pipe. We're trying to help you to be proud of who you are, who the Creator made you, to find your umbilical cord to your ancestors way back that are all indigenous. And me personally, I had to find that because my father's part Miami Indian and Irish, but I was born Dakota with the language and the culture. And when we had World Peace and Prayer Day and, and, and I lit a sacred fire in Ireland, we had a Catholic and a Protestant priest come together and it was a time when they were still fighting and killing each other. They were cousins across that fire. And so they prayed with each other and they took that fire to the four directions. And in four years, they had a truce. That was in 2001 that they prayed together. So they did it themselves. And so what we're, our work is trying to do is all nations all face one prayer. When we have ceremonies, uh, when we heal people And the intention is to deliver them with love and and healing and being conscious to create that energy within that person, that energy shift within that person. We've seen a lot of miracles and some miracles that didn't work. And only because it takes one person in that circle to throw everyone off, it takes only one person to not be positive. So we gotta be really careful who we choose to come together and pray for that individual. And Orville is a, is a testimony to that because he, a horse fell on him backwards and um, crushed his whole insides and broke his back in three places and it was just a lost cause. They were just told his parents that, you know, he was, you know, on the neck down, he, would, he was eventually gonna die. And so when the people found out they had our one of our sacred ceremonies of the Sundance and um, he's a a documented miracle in the regional hospital in Rapid City, he walked out his. uh, He talks about how in the morning his whole body had start tingling from his feet and went up his whole body and all his organs start popping open again and it breathed life. So these are things I think those of you that are mothers out there that hold your children when they're sick, you know that you cry and you pray and you could create miracles. And so it's mothers that really know what that's about because of love of carrying a child for nine months. And so what's going on in Standing Rock? It's going on all over the world. It just so happens that these young people ran to Washington D.C. on a wing and a prayer. I just talked to one of the young leaders, Bobby Jean, and she said it was so beautiful to get in a car and and get um, uh, a donation of seven hundred dollars, and it lasted hardly, you know, past the reservations. And then from then on, it was people giving them 20 here, 20 there, filling their tanks, feeding them all the way to D.C. It was uh, um, an intention, a, a love intention for saving their water. And so a small group of kids created that. And since we've been here, you have the same problem. You have the same pipes going. You have the same companies. You have even more than that chemicals. The people need to wake up. It's not just about Standing Rock. It's about all of us waking up. And it be like that drop, that sacred eon that Orville talks about, that rock in a still pond that just ripples out to the world We were just visiting um, the college, uh, uh, Wellesley College, and a young Japanese lady told me about Okinawa and how the dugong animal creatures of the earth, they are in the waters of how they're trying to save the uh, United States from uh, putting a a landing helipad there, and it's going to destroy everything. So for 800 days, they've been sitting there and protesting. Not only that, but the abuse from the military in Okinawa that have been imposed on their women and their children. A young woman was murdered there. So there's many standing rocks here and all over the world that we need to be conscious about and pray about. So our work on June 21st is uniting all nations, all face one prayer. And I want to ask that this congregation come together on June 21st and, you know, pray here, because it's just not a sacred fire like we create. We create fire, and then like those Protestants and Catholics, we offer tobacco. And then we break bread after, you know, like you're doing here. But usually what ours is is when we sponsor it in a country, which this this year it's going to be in Hawaii with Mauna Kea, is that we, um, we have the indigenous people of that area to bring in their grandfathers, their spirits to that sacred fire and it's their ceremony. We never impose our way of life, the pipe or anything like that. We just pray together in our own spirit. And so um, if anybody is interested in helping Standing Rock, it's um, Right now they're um, trying to help to pay for um, their legal fees. And what we realize is that these politicians are bought out, they all have stock in the corporations. That's why we can't get anywhere. And so the only way to beat this is prayer and to wake people up.